0: Welcome to the Living Enlightened Podcast. I'm Michelle R. Price, the Worker. Normally, I'm here with Becca Meyer from Insightful Connections, but she's taking a little bit of time out over the festive season. Busy mum, mother of four, Rebecca. So sending back our love and uh, I'm going to be doing this one solo today. So our episode today is all about being a spiritual warrior And that is what we're going to be discussing. So um, that's my theme. Um, The idea of this was, I guess, about strong women and whether or not we can sort of be a bit of both but also you know that spiritual aspect of that too Um, so it's almost the combination of that yin yang um, that masculine and feminine is what we're going to be talking about today and when I say spiritual warrior I'm not really just talking about women of course we do have male listeners also uh, and so that does sort of apply to both but it's that strong you know feminine aspect and, and males and females both have both aspects as well So that's our theme for today. Um, And I did want to share a couple of interesting things, I guess, that um, have been really good takeaways for me and um, hopefully the listener at home can relate to some of this, but um, there's been some really great moments for me um, over the break, um, really looking at, you know, treating myself, spending time uh, on my own, doing some meditation. I've got some beautiful Oracle card decks, a couple of new decks um, and I'll probably draw some cards as I'm speaking. I'm just going to sort of lean over here and see if I can reach the um, decks. So beyond Lemuria is one of them. Uh, you may have already heard of those ones there by Izzy Ivy, and I did put pictures of these up on my Facebook page, Michelle Price, the Lightworker. If you want to check them out, uh, the other ones are a little bit better known. Uh, Kyle Gray, he's done a lot of oracle card decks and uh, a lot of author, a lot of books as well as an author, uh, Kyle Gray, and it's Gateway of Light Activation Oracle. And they're both amazing. Uh, both of them are quite high vibrational. So if you want to sort of get into more of the Star Seeds, um, interplanetary, uh, Lemuria Atlantis, you know, the etheric uh, 5D and things like that, um, they're both really good card decks. So I'll probably draw from maybe the Gateway of Light Activation. The Beyond beyond Lemuria um, is a little bit more technical. So as I'm talking, I'm going to do that. Um, But basically, yeah, what I learned was uh, just taking time out for myself, spending a bit of time, you know, solo as well. And um, not having to be around people, you know, all the time. Um, one of the beautiful things that happened to me today actually was I was thinking about, you can just hear me shuffling cards in the background. I was thinking about, you know, sometimes with COVID and masks, how we are a little bit more separate from each other. People often don't sort of run up and hug you or even shake your hand these days. And you can't really see if little smile because we've got masks on. And it's interesting because my husband and I were riding our bikes around into Caloundra Uh, because we're on the Sunshine Coast in Queensland, Australia. So we rode our bikes in there. And um, Jason's used to me making friends pretty much everywhere. I just have this uh, sort of ability, I think, to, you know, make friends wherever I go. People kind of come up to me. And with COVID, I was like, oh, you know, maybe this will change a little bit. However, um, we went in, rode our bikes in. Within seconds, I pulled my bike up and I was um, just waiting for Jason to see if they had a side at this place. They have our, our favorite little food truck there. And he just wanted to make sure they were definitely there. So I was standing there mining the bikes and a gentleman came up and was sort of chatting to me about my bike and what kind it was and where I could go on it. And it's a big um, mountain bike with great big wheels. And um, apparently his wife used to road race, so um, have a road bike. And uh, so we're chatting about that. And Jason came back and was like, oh, hi. You know, we've made friends already. Great. And then, uh, anyway, we went a little bit further down the road. I said goodbye to my first friend and he went in to order the acai bowls and, um, and wait for them. And I was finding the bikes again and an old gentleman probably in his eighties came up to me. He was a little bit hard of seeing and he had a walking stick with him and he just wandered up pretty much as soon as Jason left. And it was interesting because he said quite a few things that sort of coincided with the sermon at church that morning. So I go to churches of Christ. And it was just, you know, the coincidences there where he was talking about technology and advances in technology and being grateful and thankful. And that was kind of the theme that morning at church. And our pastor was away because um, he has a uh, possible exposure case to COVID in the family. So he didn't come to church today. So it was just interesting, all those overlaps and, you know, little sort of nuances and things that he was sort of saying that we'd heard in church um, previously. So I just felt like that was a bit of a message for me. And when my husband got back, he kind of rolled his eyes and was like, oh, geez, how does this happen? She keeps making friends with these random people. Um, And then we went down to have our um, acai bowls. And we grabbed a a park bench that was in the um, sun. And then a couple of people said, oh, look, you know, this one's in the shade, why don't you sit here? So we joined them and they left. And um, then I was was sitting on my chair and I didn't have my mask on because I was eating. And another couple came and sat right next to me. And Jason had me looking and he turned around and he's like, Oh, she's done it again. What is going on? What is with people just coming up to you? But I just thought it might be cool to talk about that leading into today's um, you know, subject matter because It is all about our energy and a lot of people say to me, you know, I love your energy. You've got great energy That's why I have readings with you and do mentorship and things like that And so, you know, I feel like um, this will tie in well with um, the next episode that I'm going to do Which is about an amazing book that I'm listening to by Dolores Cannon and I have highlighted that in a previous episode, but the energy that we give off um, is, you know, people feel it, they can feel that. And they're like, I want to be around that person. And I did find that when I was in corporate, people would often come in and sit in my room or stand in my room and just want to be in that, that energy. You know, they didn't really have anything amazing to say. They just wanted to be in that presence. So, and this is an ego. This is just um, an observation of mine and, um, and my husband really notices it when we're out together. Uh, Anyhow, I will get into the subject in a moment, but um, I just want to let you know the card that I got. So this is Gateway of Light Activation by Kyle Gray. And the card that I selected was Heart of Source. So Heart of Source is a picture of like a kind of a wheel and it is sort of a pinky sort of color, pinky red sort of color with a beautiful gold detail in the center. Um, I will put these cards and pictures up from time to time on social media. So you can check them out on Living Enlightened, our Facebook page. Uh, All-encompassing love are the words underneath heart of source. All-encompassing love, unconditional acceptance, and serenity. So the meaning with this card... Is basically that um, this is about source. So, when we're doing mediumship as a medium, so someone who does readings for people, when we're doing mediumship, um, the spirit, your spirit family, uh, they come from source and they return to source. When we die, we go back to source. When we're born, we come from that energy. So, it's all about love. Um, It's unconditional love, no judgment. You know, um, it's like rose quartz, you know, the qualities of rose quartz. So, you know, this is what we come from and we go back to and it's sort of God energy, I guess, is what we're talking about with this one, Um, depending on your beliefs around the creator and and that sort of thing. um, It's all very individual, Um, but it's kind of beyond, as I said, the judgment and everything else. So at the moment, you know, you think about the conversations we're having. Some of them can be a little more serious, um, a little bit, you know, sometimes controversial, depending on our beliefs, you know, around vaccines and things like that. I'm just taking a photo so I can put it on social media. Um, But this is what we're talking about is sort of not getting into that stuff, I guess, you know, bring the vibration down. It's about keeping it, you know, as high as we possibly can, Uh, because when we get down into that different vibration, it pulls us out of alignment and things get a little bit confused and maybe, maybe a little bit more pessimistic are not working out for me. You know, We start to think we've got bad luck, uh, but everything's about manifesting. You know, We create everything in our life. Everything that we want is possible. It's at our fingertips. It's just about figuring out the manifestation process. And a lot of that is to do with letting go, thank you in advance and let it go. Uh, anyway, that's my card for this uh, particular episode for the week. And we're getting to the show. So what I guess I wanted to talk about um, today is about being a real spiritual warrior, which, as I say, can be masculine and feminine. We all have both qualities. Um, but it's more about that softening the aspect of that warrior approach. So, warrior is very strong. Um, warrior is, you know, very um, masculine in it, in of itself. And um, that's more the yang energy. So, yang ties into that solar plexus. So, the squishy part of your body underneath the ribcage, um, so running around that sort of bony area, um, that's your solar plexus. We also call that the personal sun, and that's where the yang energy comes from, for the ability to do. So the root chakra is more about you know um, bringing up you know the energy. The energy kind of comes from that place. It's very passionate, very sensual, a bit of sexual energy in there. Um, creative energy comes from the sacral. So new ideas, new projects, and then we move up into the solar plexus, which is the yang, which is the doing. So I guess you could say the feminine, um, you know, sort of the sacral masculine is the um, solar plexus. So, you know, I guess this what I'm talking about today is about, you know, the balance of those two. So the warrior is the strong, the fighter, the masculine, Um, the spiritual that we're adding to that is um, the softening of that. So I guess warriors, we sometimes equate with death, you know, battles um, of olden times and um, you know, the spiritual aspect of that is a little bit more modern um, combining the two of those. So can we be um, a spiritual warrior? Is that, you know, is that possible? So really what we're talking about is balance, you know, balancing out the masculine and the feminine, the yin and the yang. um, If you think of the yin yang symbol, Um, is it possible to be a strong woman? You know, is it possible to be that strong feminine? And one of the confusing things about this is back in the day when I'd talk to people, I guess, um, you know, spiritual advisors, um, maybe get a reading or something like that. And people would constantly say to me, Michelle, you need to be more feminine. And it's fine to say that. And I guess that's what I base my readings and my connections around is that I don't like to say things that are airy-fairy. I like to give people practical tools. So it's fine to say, oh, look, you need to be more feminine, but how do I do that? You know. And in my mind, I thought I had to be 50-50. I thought I had to work towards being 50% feminine, 50% masculine. But, I mean, how do you even rate that? How do you how do you gauge that? How do you measure that? And, you know, they've got sets of scales these days. You know, if you're talking about your weight, um, where you can do, you know, body mass index, um, you can do a pinch test, you know, you can check things that way. You can look at the... Um, you know, fat around the organs in the body with certain tools, um, you know, devices. So there's technology to do all of those things, but how do you measure your masculine and feminine? How do you actually measure that? So I'm going to be talking a bit about that and what we want to do in terms of the balance of that, I guess, is, you know, we have singing bowls, we have different tools, we have tuning forks, but I really like singing bowls for this exercise because with the crystal ones in particular, and you can't get the metal ones that go for the different body parts or attached to the different body parts. But if you're working through that, if you're doing your root, your sacral, solar plexus, um, heart space, throat, third eye, and crown using the bowls, then that's actually a really great way to balance the chakras and create balance in the body. But in addition to that, with the crystal bowls, if you play two of them together, so let's say I play root and sacral or solar plexus and heart together, that's probably a really good one is you will notice that it will make maybe a whirring noise, like kind of a, a whirring, unusual, kind of um, sometimes annoying, you know, depending on how imbalanced you are, uh, noise. And, it, it, you know, it uh, does the head in a little bit. It sometimes can feel like a, a train, you know, going through your head or a plane, you know, flying very close to your head. So what that is, is that's creating binaural beats. And the binaural beats are what bring the left and the right side of the brain back into alignment. So that's a really easy way of doing that. You know, if you're trying to balance out the masculine and feminine, essentially, you know, the left side of the body is your feminine, spiritual, creative side, the right side of the body connecting, of course, to the left side of the brain. So the opposite you know, side of the brain, Uh, left brain is more masculine um, and that connects to the right side of the body. So more practical, logical, you know, matter of fact, Uh, give me the facts and I'll deal with that uh, very much up in the head. So that's what the, uh, brain, uh, sides of the brain that we're working with. So right, left and the vinyl beats will actually balance those out. And I have put up a I think in a previous post, um, or a show notes, uh, the whale song, which has the vinyl uh, vinyl beats in the background. Um, and they're really great. I listen to that daily morning and night, and it um, prepares me for my day of readings and uh, healings and that sort of thing. So um, that's where I, want, I wanted to start. So having you think about bringing that back into balance. The other thing you can use, I guess if you're trying to step into the feminine more is the rose quartz um, using the rose and geranium oil. I've got that in love and life brand, um, which is a really great one. I also have a, a lady from Studio Detox who makes me a liquid uh, gold blend and that's got the rose quartz in it as well or the um, rose oil, I should say. It also does have our uh, clear quartz and rose buds in it. Um, so putting that in a diffuser, you know, the rose oil, um, in a diffuser, um, on your body, uh, in your bathtub, you know, I've got, um, salts upstairs, bath salts upstairs, which have the little rose buds and the, um, rose oil in them as well. So, you know, mix it up. Uh, but that is a way I guess of stepping into that feminine a little bit more, um, surrounding yourself with water is another good way of doing that. So, um, popping yourself in a bathtub, um, or at the beach, you know, salt water, uh, is also a really good transmuter of energy. So if you're a hairdresser, nurse working in um, you know, heavier areas where there's lower vibrations going on, um, then that's a really good way to transmute the energy that sits on your skin and can make it feel a little bit um, like it's got some residue on it. So um, there's some really good tips um, in terms of the feminine. Uh, With the masculine, um, you're moving into the wood, uh, more immovable, more inflexible. Um, So the metal in the body as well. So if you look at Qigong, they break the body up into different elements. Um, So wood and metal in the body is more masculine. So it is a little bit more inflexible, um, not going to flow so much. Um, but if you wanted to step into the masculine, it would be more about, I guess, you know, trying to think, um, trying to do business, you know, if you were trying to um, figure out your spreadsheets, you know, do budgeting and that sort of thing, um, finding solutions. So the reason we might try and do this, if you tie back in with um, a spiritual career, so someone who's a light worker, my background is journalism, so I'm quite logical and I'll step into that pretty easily, you know, the masculine more so. Um, and the spiritual, you know, didn't come as easily to me. It was something that I really had to work on. So coming from that background, um, the masculine is easy. Um, I jump in, I'm pretty good with my business uh, side of things, you know, figuring out money, um, figuring out clients, my calendar, you know, organizing myself, but also promoting myself, you know, because that's a bit more masculine, the yang energy. So putting yourself out there on social media, doing the Facebook lives, having the courage, you know, to step up and speak, you know, speak my truth um, and be assertive. So I guess that's the balance for me is the masculine and feminine. The feminine obviously is doing the healings, being nurturing, you know, compassionate very kind and things like that. So if you look at lightworkers traditionally though, so I've come from that background where I've got a background in media, communications, marketing and stuff like that. And then you have someone who hasn't had that background and they're trying to be a lightworker and they're trying to make a business out of it. That's where a lot of them fall over. So this is why I want to talk about spiritual warriors and the um, theme today Because you have to be able to really um, put yourself out there a little bit and make yourself visible. So if you're sort of, you know, happily, you know, doing your readings and you may be very, very good, but you're unable to put yourself out there publicly, you know, you're scared or you're not good with um, social media, you don't like being on it, then that's going to create maybe some issues. Because to be honest, um, spirit really guides people to me. Yes, I get a lot of referrals and things as well. But Spirit really uses technology to guide people to me. So when I do a Facebook Live, um, people often find me just through that. You know, they might um, not actually have been a member of Facebook before and all of a sudden they're like, I have to sign up to Facebook. Um, I've had people dream about me. They've had a dream about me, see my face and see my name and then got on Facebook and see me and gone. That's the girl that I dreamt about. So spirit uses technology in that way. They use our dreams, but also technology. So it is important, I think to have a bit of a presence on social media may not be for everyone. um, But if you do want to reach, I guess, globally, you know, reach a little bit further and potentially around the world, which I am now, then uh, social media, I think, um, it's really important. LinkedIn is really good as well. I've got a bit of a spiritual sort of following on LinkedIn as well. So I actually uh, follow a fair few spiritual warriors on there and, um, and Instagram's great for your images and, um, and things like that. So promoting self images. So it is important, I think, to mix it up a bit. I do have different posts going up on Facebook and Instagram and, um, and LinkedIn. Um, I don't post a lot on LinkedIn, but I do follow, follow a lot of other spiritual warriors, people I call that uh term label that term so i guess it's about being brave and courageous isn't it the warrior part of that is about being a little bit brave um, and a little bit courageous putting yourself out there um, you know uh, we fight for a cause you know as well so as a light worker um our cause i guess is to improve other people's health you know um make it a better place to live earth a better place to live um, and you know that sort of thing so i guess that's where i see myself coming into it and that's why i like to work with people and do mentorship because I guess I've got a few tips around, you know, how to, you know, put yourself out there and and get that clientele and that flow. A lot of it is to do with confidence. You know, a lot of the time we just have that sort of imposter syndrome. I can't do this There's other people doing it, they'll do it better. You know, we all have that. We all struggle with that. Um, So I think that it's really important to remember that you're not alone in that fight. So, just continuing that train of thought with the masculine part of that, sometimes spiritual people—and I'm talking about female and male—so um, white workers is, is another term for that—is that they have to learn how to promote themselves, put themselves out there. A lot of that does take a bit of confidence, and you know that's certainly something that I had to develop um, as a broadcaster, as so someone who read the news. And then getting into running my own business and uh, putting myself out there in kind of a different way. But there is a lot of similarities. Um, There are a lot of overlaps. Um, I also write for a magazine to put myself out there um, that way too. So I guess, you know, the more opportunities you can, um, you know, take up, the better. But I will give you a hot tip around, uh, I guess, being that spiritual warrior and the promotion and marketing and, and that sort of thing is to really make sure that you know yourself. So really examine, look within, and that will help you with things like bios. Bios are really important if you are, you know, approached to be in a magazine um, or to be in a podcast or something like that. There's more opportunities with people, I guess, like myself who are podcasting and or running a small mag to get into those sorts of spaces. You know, if you know someone who knows someone who knows someone, you may end up getting an invite. So it is important to know yourself really well. Look within, um, do your own research and um, pop yourself um, up a biography. Um, It's good to have it on your Facebook page in the About section and or on a website. And uh, Instagram has a little kind of space for a bit of info about you as well. Um, But, yeah, I feel like that's a really good tip and uh, that doesn't always come naturally to a lot of light workers because we're all about sort of helping healing and being of service and pruning ourselves and things like that is sort of additional to that. Um, The other thing is obviously sensitivity. So we want to deliver messages in a compassionate way. So when we're working in this realm and we're working with people who are very sensitive, people who are going through relationship breakups, you know, difficulties, violence, different things, we want to make sure that we are, you know, delivering our messages compassionately. So I guess it's the warrior aspect, which is the masculine you know, tackling finding solutions about the spiritual side of that or the feminine is to take a gentle approach and, um, to deliver those messages as though, you know, I guess you were stepping into their shoes and you want to receive that the way that, you know, um, it's intended that you want the person to receive that message so um that's where we sort of bring in that feminine aspect again um into what we're doing Um, of course we need to form a tribe you know part of our spiritual warrior um you know persona is forming a tribe and this is male and female so, um you know for the women uh, and men, I guess as well, joining a spiritual group um, there's a lot online on social media or on Facebook there's quite a few so maybe finding a spiritual group or something to join um, you know next week, I'll be talking about an amazing book that I'm listening to on audio books um, and that's really great so um, you know it's fi- forming a tribe even through you know reading a book that everyone has in common. you know you might find other people who really read it and enjoyed it and um, you know gave it a good review so Um, There's all sorts of ways to kind of form the tribe, but I feel like the tribe's really important, especially at the moment, because we do have differing opinions about different things and it can be difficult to be assertive or speak up um, about your own needs and wants um, and or opinions. So, finding that tribe where you have similar beliefs is a good thing. Um, And there may be a little bit of shedding involved with that family, friends, people who have maybe different beliefs. Uh, Also, you know, being in different states and things, um, travel is a little bit more difficult as well. So, forming that little tribe, I think, is important for your uh, spiritual warrior. Um, The other part of this is probably getting to know your spirit team. So, that's super important uh, because they're the ones that we sort of count on to give us a bit of insight, you know, give us some messages communicate with us through our dreams or if you're a reader, you know, like me through my readings. So it is good to get to know your spirit team. So um, one of the ways that you can do that is do meditation. So I guess there's a bit of a recommendation or inspiration for this week. Um, do some meditation, you know, ask to be able to see and or communicate with anyone um, that you need to from your spirit team. So you could mention spirit guides, I guess, um, the masters, teachers, healers, um, that sort of thing. And then see what comes up in a meditation. So, um, it doesn't have to be anything complicated. You don't have to listen to anyone guiding you through it, although, you know, there's plenty of meditations where they do. Um, but really, it's just the intention. That's what I do. So set an intention, jump in a nice bubble bath, or um, with beautiful salt and oils. And uh, just set an intention that you want to communicate with your guides, um, get whatever messages you need to get. Uh, notice where you go as well. So with those cards that I mentioned before, the Lemuria Lemuria and Gateway of Light Activation, um, often when we're going into the 5D, we go through the galaxy so you know set the intention don't sort of do much controlling around where you go or how you do it but just notice where you go and if you do go through galaxies and things that is often going into another dimension so traveling into a different dimension so it is something just to pay attention to obviously that's very good for raising your vibration and uh, getting you into a good frame of mind to manifest now um that is that for um this particular episode um, but I just wanted to finish with something a little bit uplifting there. And the other thing I guess as I um as I finish up is just about the Hertz. So keep in mind that you can use Hertz to raise the vibration. Mention crystal singing bowls, um, but also just playing Hertz, you know, through Spotify, whatever music app you use. And uh, that's another great way. So we start around the uh, 432 hertz and uh, raise up to, you know, the 700s, 800s, communicating with spirit guides and um, and that sort of thing too. So that could be helpful. A bit of clear quartz is great for clarity of thought and a bit of insight as well. So next week we're going to be talking about this amazing book that I've been listening to on audiobooks. It's um, absolutely brilliant. Dolores Cannon, Three Waves of Volunteers and The New Earth. A lot of what she's talking about, and it was written a little while ago, and Dolores unfortunately has passed away as well. But a lot of what she's talking about kind of, I think, ties in very much with what's going on at the moment. And it certainly relates to a lot of the downloads I've been getting and also to some downloads that I've been talking to other lightworkers about. So we do have a bit in common at the moment, and I've been making some notes in my diary um, exactly around that, what that looks like. So next week we'll be talking about um, that book, Three Waves of Volunteers and the New Earth. So if you want to have a listen before, you know, you listen to that episode, I'll just be talking about, I guess, what I took out of it personally and I guess some of the overlaps and things in my own life and what I see around COVID um moving forward so that's what we'll be talking about then thank you so much for listening i know that's been a lot of talking just from myself um becca you know will be back very soon as well when she um you know maybe takes the kids back to school because it's a lot you know juggling four little ones um it's certainly a lot so i will be back next week talking about that wonderful book have a great week bye